Hi, I'm Georgina Hudson from GeorginaHudson.net. This podcast has been created to support you in your path of self-awareness and well-being and to draw a roadmap together that can help you align mind and heart. Today's topic is connected to the fury, the rage or the intense anger that certain situations trigger and we're going to explore how to deal with those emotions. For more information about what I do and about me, you can visit my website on georginahudson.net or my Instagram account georginahudson.coach. Hello, hello, hello. What's up, people? How are you today? And this week's topic has been suggested by two of our subscribers. We've been asked not to mention one of the subscribers' name. Uh, who told us, I take things very personally when I argue with my partner. What can I do? It's the topic we can explore from many angles, peeling back many layers of the onion, like uh, I always say. And we are also going to address uh, Anna's request, who wrote to us. My husband drives me crazy. He brings out the worst in me. Can you talk about this? I love him and yet I can't control my temper. So yes, of course, we are going to address both topics. We are delighted to be offered to talk about what you asked for. Uh, these are not identical, but they have a common root, which is being at war with the external world. We've said many times that there are three responses to stress. We can fight, flight or freeze. The three F's. And both reacting because we take things very personally or lashing out at somebody are triggers of, his, of a dysregulated nervous system. Um, this is a sign that we are battling with the outside world, as I mentioned before. But before we continue, let's welcome Luciano. Hello, hello, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. It's great to have both requests. We love it. And they are also very similar mm -hmm. topics. Um, I have first question for you, Georgie. Mm -hmm. uh, are these reactions signs of stress because everyone can think when you see a reaction like that this person is undergoing a situation of stress mm -hmm. yes totally taking things personally and overreacting are things that are very common signs of stress um they are also very often associated with emotional dysregulation because Um, stress does that, right? And it can affect our emotional well-being, our resilience, and it's going to make us more prone to perceive neutral or minor events as personal attacks. And it's going to maybe make us most, more prone to react in, a, in an exaggerated way. Hmm? Um, I see it as though our internal battery was almost at zero, you know? Imagine your mobile phone, if you had the battery of the sign of your mobile phone inside. And so when that happens, our sensitivity is going to be increased. So the, the lower the battery, the bigger the, sensi the sensitivity, the higher the sensitivity and the more intense the emotional reaction. But, but having said all this, there are other factors that contribute to this 
um, disproportionate re uh, reactions. And these factors can be related to personal traits or self-esteem or past traumas that haven't uh, been healed. Also, interpersonal dynamics uh, from the past that can you know, contribute to these type of behaviors. And, and I'm going to simplify this a little because it's a lot of theory so far. So in a very simplified way, a person who was often neglect, neglected may project that past pain onto their partner if their partner suddenly says, hey, I'm going out with friends. And so they feel hurt. Mm -hmm. And another example uh, that we may have learned at home or or at school, for example, or in our neighborhoods, is that we had to fight or shout hmm, so as not to be overlooked or to be respected. So today, certain triggers, hmm, you know, uh, make us uh, more prone to these reactions like anger, um, rage, shouting, hmm, because the triggers are connected to something which is deeply ingrained in us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so it's not only the present stressful moment, mm -hmm. but also the past. Exactly. Okay, so that's the first point. So, and, and you also mentioned the phrase emotional dysregulation, you know, and we have talked about that in, in, in podcasts before, but in essence, that's, that is the difficulty of regulating and managing emotions in a healthy way. So in th in the in the pre-episode notes we talked about how a person with emotional dysregulation can experience intense rapid or disproportionate uh, emotional reactions mm -hmm. or to situations that for someone in in a state of emotional regulation might not trigger such a strong reaction yeah. right so Georgie could you describe emotional dysregulation well, you did it very well. Okay. <laughs> but we can talk about Dr. some Luciano. of the, Dr. <laughs> Luciano. But we can talk about some of the symptoms. And there are many, of course, we're not going to cover all of them. But exaggerated reactions, like our subscriber mentioned, is a sign of a dysregulated nervous system. Uh, mood swings are also um, a sign of a dysregulated nervous system. Difficulty self-soothing, because I'm so hypervigilant or I'm hypo working like below our, our my safe uh, place, my uh, my safe line. So I cannot soothe myself. Uh, impulsive behavior like, you know, I don't know why my husband suddenly um, triggers me and I lash out at him. And difficulty tolerating frustration too could be another sign. But also, you know, difficulty sleeping and, you know, eating disorder. So it's, the list is long. So it's, it's difficult to speak about emotional dysregulation in the context of this podcast. So maybe it's um, something we could talk in another podcast. But returning to what our subscribers have said, past wounds can be triggered by a current situation, leading a person to take things personally. Mm -hmm. And past traumas can make us more prone to interpret what happens to us in the present through the lens 
of our historical pain. Yeah, totally. And, and how can we apply this to what the two subscribers have told us? Yes, with the first case, we don't have a lot of context. Yeah. So let's imagine a person who experienced criticism, who felt rejected um, in his childhood. This person grows up and one day at work, a colleague gives him or her constructive feedback on something they, they are doing. But these unresolved pain from the past, this having been criticized and rejected, triggers a defensive reaction in the person because they interpret that the feedback is rejection. And the, the worst part of it is that they might overreact and, you know, uh, say something, you know, very, why are you saying this to me? Uh, why are you questioning my worth? But silently, they, the person might end up really asking himself or herself whether they are worthwhile. Uh, and in reality, the colleague's intention was not to criticize, but to help. So uh, the overreaction uh, is the same. Mm? Yeah, like, like the same input to different persons mm -hmm. will uh, will have different answers. Yes. Different outputs. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And in the case of uh, in Anna's case, the overreaction to what her husband does um, is similar. You know, in both cases people feel threatened. They don't feel safe. There's something that needs to be uh, tended. So what they do is fight to, avo to avoid coming into contact with that vulnerability. That is nothing more than the consequence of whatever triggered the uh, reaction they had. All of these are unconscious processes. So the person uses all this to avoid experiencing pain and to avoid having to deal with things from the past. But all this is very unconscious. So we need help. We need help. And I'm going to give you another example. Imagine you grow up being the responsible sibling at home who always made sure uh, nobody caused problems because the parents were too busy and this person was recognized by keeping the peace at home and everything orderly, etc. So this person interpreted at a young age that they had to avoid chaos at all costs, to be seen and to have things stuck together. As an adult, they have a partner who doesn't contribute much to the household chores. Or maybe that, that partner isn't very proactive in general. How does this person react? This person who was so responsible, this person who was uh, so recognized for being, you know, this wonderful, between inverted commas, child uh, with so much to do. This uh, person is going to feel crazy. The partner is going to drive him or her crazy. Uh, they are going to feel resentment, anger, fury, um, all driven by the need to avoid what they experienced as neglect in the past. So again, this is very unconscious. That's why we need to work yeah, on ourselves. And also mentioned the other person, like the partner in, in this case, lost, completely lost. Yes. What's happening with this? Yes. You know, why is she or her or, or yeah. he reacting like this? Yeah. And he or she doesn't understand. Mm -hmm. um, so how important is to, to seek help in such cases and, and also in, in other cases related to stress management? There are 
times uh, when we feel overwhelmed and don't know how to handle the situation or, or even where to start, you know? And, mm -hmm. and I remember the podcast we did about working mothers who often feel guilty. And there we have a clear example of mm -hmm. someone dealing with their kids, upbringing, taking care of the home, meeting uh, demanding work commitments and juggling with the family finances, for example. Mm -hmm. In that stressful context, the slightest situation can ignite fire for this woman yeah. <laughs> who can yes. who cannot take it anymore, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So uh, personally, I, I see it when when I, um, for instance, when you were giving examples, mm -hmm. I was thinking about the, the traffic when, yeah. when you are driving a car. Mm -hmm. uh, it is a very common place, and, yeah. and for sure we all can relate to that. Mm -hmm. And and you think you're you're holding the wheel and thinking and overthinking and then you are looking for an excuse uh, in another driver to to explode to release that pressure and and the word release in fact is charging you even more yes yes so yes. um and 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 then this unknown person that you reacted to Mm -hmm. it's, you don't have any affinity to that person so you have also the the chance to say okay i don't I had care. a bad day yes no, i don't care and and then you can translate that example to another type of traffic mm -hmm. the traffic for instance at, at, at your job at the yes. office for instance mm -hmm. where you have deadlines where you have uh, meetings and, mm -hmm. and instructions and commitments to mm -hmm. fulfill and and then that traffic is increasing your your stress and then someone you bump into someone and he suffers a reaction the disproportionate reaction from you yeah that you could have managed differently Mm -hmm. and and preserve a relationship because those type of reactions may hurt relationships a lot mm -hmm. yes yes yeah. um yes absolutely yes i appreciate that and and driving a car is particularly graphic right yeah totally so we have been uh uncovering uh what triggers these overreactions There's a lot of suffering for someone who takes things personally or loses their temper as well. It seems like the only uh, recipient suffers, only only the recipient suffers, mm -hmm. you know, but the one who explodes is exhausted after fighting. Oh, yes. Uh, it's like in war movies, the one uh, on the battlefield mm -hmm. uh, feels trained. Yes, yes. Um, in my case, um, bursting and venting you know uh drains me drains me a lot uh i'm not saying i don't do it <laughs> but the chaos the the conflict the shouting the exchange of words whatever makes anyone's nervous system more stressed and uh, as a result the nervous system becomes hyperactive so to speak and that makes us feel very overwhelmed um knackered later Okay, Georgie, now is the moment. Let's move on to how to manage this. Yes. Okay. So before the episode, we made notes connected mm -hmm. to mindfulness and NLP techniques, yes. neurolinguistic programming. Mm -hmm. And we also ordered 
uh, this um, these techniques in three stages, like a timeline yes. with past, present, and future. Or pre-explosion, pre-explosion, uh, explosion, explosion, and after the explosion. Yeah, totally. Yes. So pre-explosion. Pre-explosion means in the days before, weeks before, months, or years before. It is a um, a practice that should be uh, chronic, permanent. Yes, and it's repeatedly. exactly. It's not before the explosion. What we want is to educate ourselves to uh, have a more reasonable response. Okay. what is happening and educate educate ourselves how with uh, for instance mindfulness practice and and anchoring to stay in the moment in the present moment so from practicing uh, mindful breathing mm -hmm. uh, note uh, we, we also have meditations for this yes breathing mm -hmm. um, to sensory exploration which is observe five things you can see four things you can touch, three things you can hear, two things you can smell, and one thing you can taste. Yes. Uh, another one is mindful walking. Take a walk, feeling the contact of your feet with the ground and observing your surroundings with mindful attention. Mm -hmm. And the last one is self-compassion, developing self-compassion. Yeah. This involves normalizing different reactions in moments of stress and understanding that this does not diminish your worth as a person. In fact, this practice, as, as you have told us, George, repeatedly, yeah. uh, help us access a state of calm and centeredness mm -hmm. from which we can respond to situations more intentionally. So if we do this on a regular basis, all uh, along our lives it mm -hmm. is not just a specific time in our lives it, yeah. it has to be a practice it's a muscle practice. it's a muscle we are this developing. will prepare us for the moment of explosion to affront this moment uh, yes. with more resources yes and when you were talking about self-compassion i was thinking that in no way are we uh saying that self-compassion uh, is used to justify our um, reactions and to say oh, okay you know i was stressed so uh what's the problem no it's not that so self-compassion is about um normalizing what our inner critic maybe tortures with like oh why did you react like that why did you say that why did you shout so it's about um i'm sorry about what i have done i see my pain and i am committed to my mindfulness practice and being more intentional yeah and then it, it we we arrive to the present mm -hmm. moment where the explosion is about to occur okay so we don't have much time at that moment it is a matter of milliseconds seconds no more than that so we don't have time to open a book mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and so our suggestion is just to do something very simple pause Yes. yes. Pause and, and observe and say, okay. And that is a huge success. Yes. Doing that, just by doing that. Mm -hmm, 100%. And it's not easy. It's not easy to pause when you are stressed and in the moment of explosion, reaction, bursting, whatever. It's not easy, but, you know, developing the this muscle we were talking about before this mindfulness muscle this self-compassion muscle 
helps us. Yeah, and we are not talking about physical risk. So the train is coming. You please do not pause. No, of course, <laughs> so <yes>. Move away. <laughs> okay. Yes, yes, yes. So. There is a roof is falling. Please run away. Yeah. Yes, we are not talking about real threats or anything. Yeah. Um, okay, good. And so we mentioned also what we can do after. Yeah, no, but after the pause, mm -hmm. immediately after the pause, then you can, with more calm, you can activate another tool that we have talked about in many other podcasts, like active listening, yeah. or, or you can uh, explore what the other person's interest is. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, you know, but you will never do that if you don't pause before. You will react yes. and you will regret it 100%, later on. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So, Georgie, what can we do in the post-event? Uh, no matter if the, if the event, if we managed it well or not. So, mm -hmm. in general. Yes. Like a repair tool, so to speak. I think, you know, seeking the help of a coach or a therapist can help in all, in all stages. Well, not during because the coach and therapist is not going to be with us. But, you know, working on ourselves is going to create the space and the conditions to separate our past wounds that we were mentioning uh, from our present self. And even if we are not aware of those wounds, that's why the, a professional uh, is necessary. And this will help us feel more relaxed, Uh, to feel safer, to feel more in our own skin, without the need to fight any battle, because that is the question when we react mm -hmm, in the heat of the moment and to have a more proportionate response. Um, it is also crucial to be non-judgmental non after we have exploded, if we have. Mm -hmm. Yeah, looking back, trying not mm -hmm. to be ju judgmental. Exactly, exactly. And to investigate. Did I take things very personal? Why? If the answer is yes, asking ourselves why we did that instead of uh, punishing ourselves, like saying, oh, you have been a fool, uh, look at how poorly you have reacted. No, being curious about, okay, why has that situation triggered me that much? What happened? What can I do? And, and to do it from a place of curiosity and calm, the calm that usually comes after a storm. You know, so that's where we have to engage with our wisest self, self with capital letters and see what we need to nurture so that every time or next time when A or B says something, it doesn't bother us. It's a very interesting topic, Georgie. I find it, I find it key to embark on constant personal development, evolution and growth so that we can manage these stressful situations in a more balanced way when they happen. You know, it's, it's like a, a continuous process. And, and if you think about it, it's, it starts from within us and, and it will have an impact in the society in, in the long run, right? Yes. Because we are building this. If, mm -hmm. And if we avoid, avoid reactions, and if we avoid... Uh, to breaking relationships, we are building a better society mm -hmm. as a whole. Yes, yes. Yeah, and so we hope that this podcast has answered our subscribers' questions yes. and all the followers who have felt identified. Mm -hmm. And we invite you to think about one or two people 
who may need this podcast because they are <laughs> having such a, yes. a strong reactions mm -hmm. and forward the forward this podcast to them mm -hmm. so we can help each other in the most effective and simple way yes and and we encourage you to send us your suggestions so that we can explore them in our next podcast so we are delighted to read what you send us and so you can use um, the email you're going to find on my website uh, which is georgina at georginahudson.net and you can send us your suggestion okay we appreciate your recommendation opinion and suggestions on any platform you're listening to us yes a big hug big hug